How do social entrepreneurs and small businesses create an authentic brand people love so they can get the edge they need to stand out, create predictable revenue, and compete against the big guys? That's what we're here to discuss. I'm Adam Force, the founder of Change Creator, and this is the Authentic Brand Mastery Podcast. All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Authentic Brand Mastery Podcast. We are ready for the next discussion here today. Um, so if you missed the last episodes with Josh Fonger, um, he is part of the group and team who created Work the System. So really, I mean, this is a really great conversation. I think there's going to be a lot that stimulates you and how you think about your business. And it is, uh, when we talk about working the system, it's kind of like taking the ability to step out of your business and see the bird's eye view and really start creating systems and processes that will create more efficiency and free you up a little bit. So powerful conversation there. I know we all want more freedom in our business. Um, So if you missed that one, go back, check it out. Today, we're going to be talking uh, with Robin Johnson. Um, She is a leader in the topic of selling and marketing products on Amazon.com. This is a big part of the e-commerce strategy. Um, just think of it as a, a revenue channel, um, but you know, there's a lot to learn. It's a whole environment to understand. So Robin, you know, she's been on shows like Entrepreneurs on Fire as well and stuff like that. And she is the co-founder of Marketplace Blueprint, which is basically an agency that just specializes in marketing products on Amazon. That's what they do. <laughs> you know, so she's got over a decade, decade of experience selling on Amazon and they help all kinds of different brands and she has tons of good insights. So if you're an e-commerce brand or you're thinking about e-commerce, this could be a great conversation for you to understand that environment a little bit more and what really makes it tick. So if you're an e-commerce company, we've been working with a lot of uh, brands in that space. And if you could add, what would it mean to your business to add a thousand new leads every month and get paid to do it? That's what we're doing right now. And when we build your sales system, if we're not getting the results and you're not profitable, we keep working with you at no cost until you are. That's how confident we are, guys. We have one spot, oh, maybe two soon. If you just stop by, book a call if you want to chat and see if this is a good fit for you. Uh, we'd love to learn more about your business and potentially partner up. Just visit us at changecreator.com. Okay, show me the heat. I know you're going to dig this. Hey, Robin, welcome to the Authentic Brand Mastery Podcast. How are you doing today? I am doing great. I'm so excited to be here and, and to be able to share what I've learned over the last decade or so. Decade. Nice. Yeah, you guys are doing some cool stuff. I thought it'd be a really good complimentary uh, strategy and conversation for us to have um, that will help all the e-commerce entrepreneurs in our world here at Change Creators. So just so they know what you're all about, why don't you just give us that rundown in a nutshell, a little bit about your background and what you're kind of working on these days to help these guys. Well, about like 11, 12 years ago, I've kind of lost track. I started uh, just buying things, but I started with $100 and I started buying things, garage sales. And from there, I moved from to eBay and to Amazon. I built that 
kind of bootstrapped the uh, to about a million dollars in business in just a couple of years, uh, just you know, a little bit by little bit. Uh, after that, I started coaching high volume people who were reselling on Amazon. So these are people who you know, even today are going into you know Nike stores and TJ Maxx's and Walmart's and they're buying things and reselling them on Amazon and doing multiple seven figures sometimes. Uh, and you know, as we started to expand, we started to do work more directly with brands buying wholesale. And I saw what a huge problem Amazon can be for brands. It can be incredibly frustrating. It can take you away from your goals if you're not careful. And it can be a place where it just seems like everything defies logic and is just really, really difficult and takes a lot of time and energy to understand. So we have kind of spent the last five years or so building up an agency that works specifically on Amazon. Uh, we do Walmart and eBay too for some brands. Um, but we really focus on Amazon because it is such a weird ecosystem, but has so much power for brands, especially emerging brands, if done right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I love that. And and I love that you're, it's kind of like, I guess you define it as a wholesale approach, right? It's, it's really like getting on the shelf somewhere in a store, but you're on the Amazon shelf, if you will. And, um, you know, I like that because I always, I, I talk to and work with a lot of entrepreneurs and um, in who are in the e-commerce space. And a lot of times they come to us saying, well, we're making money through wholesale, but my website is not really doing anything. <laughs> so we are the comp, we complement each other nicely. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> tell me a little bit about um, what are the common challenges you're seeing with entrepreneurs who are trying to actually get some traction on Amazon? So it works differently. So the way the search algorithms works, the way the ads play with the algorithm yeah. for search, it, and it's very search driven. So it's very bottom of funnel. So it can be very okay. difficult if you have a new category, if you have something revolutionary, then Amazon can be a difficult place to launch, not impossible, but difficult. You have to have a lot of strategy in the way that you do it. If you, if you come and you've just got, you know, let's say you've got a, a really great garlic press, uh, then, you know, you've got something that's, you know, standard, people are already searching for it. Amazon can be a great place, but it can be very competitive. And so one of the big things that I, you know, what we see is that whoever's in charge of that, whether it's a multi-million dollar company that's got somebody, you know, you know Joe's running their e-commerce side, or it's, you know, I'm a shark tank size kind of company and I'm trying to expand, right? No. Uh, that is that Amazon takes so much time to learn that it can be easy to feel like you've tried Amazon or to feel like I, you know, I gave it a good go uh, and not get the results. Uh, we had a publicly traded company that came to us and they just were having horrible results. Uh, we actually were able to grow their sales so much uh, and they'd already had an agency. So it's not like we went from zero Amazon presence to, to, you know, some Amazon presence. They were able to get a $40 million investor round uh, because of the increased revenue that we drove just on Amazon in a year. So, you know, it, it can be really, really powerful. Hmm, that's interesting. And so I, I guess now you mentioned it's very bottom of funnel. And uh, are there, I mean, if you do marketing, for example, on YouTube, like you can literally kind of get a real gist of what some of the keywords are, just like when you do Google. Is there a game like that being played on Amazon? 
Very much so. There are several tools out there that can help you kind of look at, so you, let's say you look at your competitor that you saw on the trade show floor or that you see kind of on shelves next to you and you look at their page on Amazon, there's actually tools that will tell you what keywords they're ranking for, what, what they're ranking mm. for. Uh, and you can use that to kind of identify. And that's even what we do within our agency is a, is a starting place is we look at those competitors and say, all right, these, these are the keywords that are ranking well uh, for this product. And here's how much search volume. And, you know, let's look at the kind of customer that's going to come in through that keyword phrase uh, and you can kind of identify how much we're going to uh, traffic we're going to be able to use uh, and, and on amazon we can even target specifically those product detail pages on advertising so mm. you know not only can we target by keywords kind of like search uh, ads but Amazon's starting to roll out more advanced targeting um, that is more demographic-based, um, more uh, uh, action-based. Uh, so a little bit more like Facebook. It's still early, and so they're still figuring that product out, uh, yeah. but it's pretty exciting. Okay. Well, that's interesting. And I mean, at, at what stage is it? I always think that timing is important in life, whether, you know, in anything, business, yes. life, like just timing can matter to the results that we get. How, helps, can you help people listening understand when is the, the best time to start thinking about this as an approach to, you know, expand on their revenue? So if you have a new to category product, so something, so you have to, so I had this lady who came to me, uh, she was actually a, a really close friend of a mentor of mine. So I really felt like I needed to help her because, you yeah. know, this was somebody that was important to somebody that was important to me. And it was this seatbelt purse. And so it was designed, it was a little seatbelt for your purse so that when you stopped, your purse wouldn't tip over. And I was like, well, this is a great idea. She's saying it's selling, it's selling great in retail stores. And I was like, well, you know, I want to help you, but Amazon is really about what people are typing in. So clickety-click, what are people typing in a the search? There's no... the name of your product or your brand, how would they search? And you, there's tools out there, um, the same tools that I mentioned before. I'm going to name three that okay. I really like. Uh, Helium 10, CellZone, and Merchant Words. All great tools. They, they, all are, they all have like their super strengths in different areas. We actually use all three in our agency, even though there's a lot of over, overlap. Um, but you can actually look and see, uh, you know, kind of ab about how that, how that is working, like how much search volume there is. So if, there's, if, you, if you're like, okay, people are going to be looking for left-handed, underwater basket weaving kit okay. and you you can say okay well there's like four people searching for that a month <laughs> yeah. that's not going to get me but if you look and you see okay okay there's there's 3,000 or 10,000 people a month searching for our brand because they saw us on Entrepreneur on Fire. They saw something, right? Yeah. Then yeah. now is a great time to go on Amazon. If you have a traditional product that people are already searching for, so you have a new tennis grip that's the best tennis grip ever, then you can start on Amazon right away, but you have to look at how many... So we, what we do when we're looking at, like when we do an audit for a brand to see if they're a good fit for the agency is we look at, all right, so this is the ad budget that you think you have, uh, or sometimes we don't have that information, but we might say, all right, your com primary competitors are selling like $300, 300 units a month. This yeah. is, you know, this is about how much we would need an ad spend because on Amazon, which makes it unique from Google, Amazon is like the, do you remember, um, you know, so it's the most greedy uh, search engine out there. 
So Amazon's search engine is going to capitalize on whatever and put to the top, whatever Amazon thinks is going to get the best sales for that yeah, product. Yeah, yeah. So if you, when you run ads, you generate those conversions to show Amazon your product is a good fit for that search. And so you kind of have to, it's a chicken in the egg. You have to have sales in order to get sales on Amazon. So we use those advertising, that advertising and maybe some clippable coupons to generate enough sales. But in order for it to really be successful, you do need to have enough ad budget to push yourself above where those competitors are to be on page one, because we all know page two is the best place to hide a dead body. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's very rare that you really are flipping through page two and three to find what yes. you're looking for. <laughs> um, I, and what has, I mean, I have to imagine that the competition to get on page one has, you know, continues to grow and there's more saturation. Um, so even, you know, just like, you know, biz op, you know, marketing on Facebook, you know, you're going to pay more to get your C, good CPMs, right? So, I'm assuming that the similar, um, I guess, approaches are taken here, right? You're, you're going to run into some of that as well. Yes. So let's say I have a PBX phone system, you know, those office multi-line phone systems. To try to get to the top of phone is going to be very expensive and it's not going to convert very well. Yeah. So just like traditional search marketing, we're going to go to the longer tail, more relevant keywords, and that's going to have really good conversion. And then as we get conversion, we start to rank on those pages. And then, you know, as we get conversions, then we can slowly work our way to the top um, where I see a lot of places, a lot of uh, young companies fail is they say, okay, well, I'm a phone system. And they just focus on phone system when there was actually another keyword phrase that would have been easy for them to win at and um, that their competitors aren't really focused on. Uh, and then utilizing lots of different types of ads. So most people on Amazon are using sponsored products, which okay. is the easiest entry. Um, but especially if you have a trademark, you have access through brand registry to add products that other people don't have. So you can use video ad, which takes up four pieces uh, of the search, takes like a whole bar. Uh, you can use um, sponsored brands, which is kind of like the headline search ads at the top. And you can use that to, to and even product targeting on your competitors, uh, depending on the right circumstances, that, depending on how much brand affinity your, your competitors have, yeah, that may yeah. or may not be effective. So if you're competing against Amazon Basics, that's probably a winning strategy. If you're competing against Lego, uh, it doesn't matter how great your plastic bricks are, Lego fans only want Lego. So, uh, <laughs> you know, it's going to depend on the product positioning for your brand. Okay. Yeah. I got that loyalty uh, positioning. I mean, so there's a lot of considerations there. I mean, it's, it's a whole business ecosystem itself. So, you know, and it seems to operate in similar ways to, you know, marketing on Facebook or uh, YouTube and things like that. You got different keywords, different audiences, long tail, all that kind of stuff. So, um, and, and what kind of budgets, I mean, I guess every category is probably different, right? So, yes. you know, if I'm going after socks and, you know, obviously you just like in any Google search, like you're not going to own the category socks, but you could get socks for men with two left feet. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> there's your long tail niche keyword, right? So you now you're you're going to be more cost effective though with that kind of long tail search. So do you own? Is it like your own? Can you own multiple? small, like long tail searches so that you can get a combat, like a, you know, a combined effort basically. 
that's usually where we're going to start with young brands. So if a, if a brand's just kind of emerging and we have like a, you know, finite budget cap, you know, so yeah. some of the, you know, there are some smaller, uh, you know, add uh, some smaller products that we work with that they're like, as long as we're getting, you know, as long as we're getting a five or a six row as you spend as much as you want. And yeah. then we also have, you know, brands that are like, you have $3,222 and 25 cents. Don't go, over <laughs> you know, uh, you know, we have some companies that have as small as like a $500 a month ad budget. So it yeah. depends on how niche you are. And if you're like, well, how would I know um, without, you know, downloading everything that's in my brain, do a search yeah. for your product. So, you know, you're going to say, okay, so left-handed, left-handed socks, left-footed socks for two people with two left feet. Yeah. And then you look at the ads that are on there. If you see ads for left-handed scissors and for, uh, you know, for regular socks, you know, that aren't an exact match, then those CPCs are going to be lower. Or if there's no ads at all, that's great. If you go like, but if you look at like blue iPhone case, you'll see there's, they're all exactly a match. They're all iPhone cases. They're all exactly that. There's no Android cases. The yeah. closer tight, tight um, those ads are in and the more placements you see, the more competitive it's going to be. So if you're trying like, well, I don't even want to bother talking to an agency or something along those lines before I feel, realize how much this is going to cost us, then that's a good place to kind of start to see uh, is, you know, starting at, you know, the brand branded search. Uh, if you have, if there's people already typing in your brand name, then usually then that's going to be a quick, easy way for us to get you sales on Amazon exactly. uh, and keep your competitors from stealing your market share. I mean, and are our brand, are people searching brand specific? Is it usually like topically like searched, you know? So it, there, if you have brand affinity, so we have a couple of brands that were non-digitally native that when we started with their brand, almost, you know, we were really focused on getting as many sales from their branded search as possible because they had a very small ad budget. Uh, so there are people who type in, you know, so in general, Amazon customers are looking for, they want what they want. So they're going to type in Barbie Malibu dream house, not dollhouse. Yeah. Um, so they're, yeah. you know, cause they know that the more specific they get, the better the results they get intuitively. Yeah. Okay. So if you have people who are already, if you're already in brick and mortar, if you were already on shark tank, if you know, you have a great influencer marketing program and people are already searching for you, that's going to be the lowest hanging fruit, fr lowest hanging fruit. I don't yeah. know what a lowest hanging flute would be, but lowest <laughs> hanging fruit uh, for you to get to uh, sales on Amazon. Amazon. From there, okay. you can expand out. Uh, I don't know if that answers your question, but it does. And it sounds like you have stages to go through depending yes. on where you are in your brand, right? So yes. you got to start getting some kind of traction and, and you do an audit basically to see where are you at? Like, where would it make sense for you? So we have, you know, our starting point and then you'll kind of grow through stages. Um, yeah. I mean, and, and Amazon, you know, it is, I always found it to be like, do you, when you're running business on there, are the people that you work with, like, do they get the email addresses and build their email lists and customer? Like, do they get that data as from the customers? No, because so Amazon is very Amazon. The best way to get kicked off Amazon is to try to remarket outside of Amazon. The Amazon for a while, we used to get email addresses and address uh, email addresses and physical addresses. But then they realized marketers were using that, uploading it to Facebook. Of that course. takes away their dollar because now you're not advertising on Amazon. Uh, so they've kind of cut that out. There are still some stinky ways to get it here and there, but usually I'm not going to recommend those to brands. So whoever you're, is running your strategy, especially if you have a successful D2C, or if you have brick and mortar presence, 
you need to be having a strategy that takes that into account and yeah. make sure that one, you're not cannibalizing your e-commerce sales because there are customers who will go to Amazon first and there's a subset of those who will not, if it's not on Amazon, it just doesn't exist. Yeah. There's also a subset that will also check your website. So we want to make sure we're not cannibalizing our, our website sales. We want to make sure we're, if you, especially if you're in small specialty brick and brick and retail, brick and mortar retail, yeah. you're not making them mad by having a prices below the MSRP. Uh, and if you have big box, you're going to have complications from resellers being on the listing, which can sometimes yeah. stop you from being able to run ads or sell through the way that you wanted to. So whoever is kind of helping you navigate this should really look at your existing distribution strategy and what you have in the future that's planned and building that strategy proactively around that, not reactively. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of work to be done. So doing it yourself is a little bit daunting because, you know, great. You can come up with a keyword strategy. Let's say someone, you know, figures that out and they get on page one. But if you're a smaller brand that no one really knows, you don't have a lot of brand loyalty um, or awareness, um, there's still going to be several others that are competing with you on different variables, um, including the reviews. And I know yes. people just put a lot of leverage on those reviews. So are there strategies to um, help the smaller unrecognized brands, you know, ramp up reviews and things like that, that... Yeah, so there's a there's a, there's a tool that Amazon has provided called the request of a review button. So you can be pushing that to make sure that uh, you're getting as many reviews as possible. There there are there are things. I mean, there's a black hat tactic called review clubs where you get a bunch of people in a Facebook group and you say, "Hey, I, you go buy this product and I'll PayPal you the money back." That's a bad idea. No matter who's telling <laughs> you, that's a bad idea. Like they're like. You know that little TikTok, like, how would they know? They're going to know. Yeah, Amazon's yeah. going to know. And you're going to be suspended <laughs> forever. Don't do that. It's a bad yeah, idea. Yeah. If you're looking to make a quick buck, you're somebody who's coming in as a serial entrepreneur, you're just looking to, you know, maybe you could get away with it. But if you have a brand that you really feel you want to have a long lasting relationship with Amazon, stay away from anything where people feel like they have to whisper to tell you. Uh, Amazon, <laughs> it, it, because of the culture of Amazon, they look yeah. very poorly on that kind of behavior and it can make it so it's harder for you if you were to get suspended or flagged for suspension in the future. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And I remember several years ago, there was a company called Zon Blast or something yes. like that. And they would help. And are they still around? They, they, I don't I think they rebranded or something. I, I don't Probably. you know, I haven't heard about them like lately, but they people kind of come in that space. And that's the other thing is, you know, you want to make sure. So I see, you know, a lot of so a lot of times people will hire a ghostwriter to write articles for them, but yeah. that ghostwriter just looks at the other articles. So if those articles are wrong or out of date, then you're getting so Make sure you're looking at the sources of information. If you're looking, want to know more about Amazon advertising, Amazon has a free certification program, kind of like the Facebook, uh, Facebook does. Yeah. that walks you through. If you go, if you Google Amazon Learning Console, there are some modules in there that will walk you through um, some of the pieces of ads, and it okay. will walk you through some of the things where people from a Google background usually uh, get a little wonky because like the definition for broad match is a little bit different than it has been in the past uh, for Google. There's some things that are that look, they are labeled the same, but behave differently. So yeah. it kind of will walk you through those. Okay. okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Awesome. Uh, well, Robin, I mean, so let's say people listening are feeling like, hey, you know, this is a place I've been wanting to get into. I need help. Where do they where do they learn more about you guys and, and find you to chat and see if it's a good fit? Yeah. So um, our website is marketplace 
blueprint.com. If you go to marketplaceblueprint.com forward slash show, then I have a, some resources there um, that, you know, you all have my, my in, like the social handle so you can follow me on Twitter or, or Facebook. Sure. I also have a Facebook group. So if you're already on Amazon and you're struggling, you can go in there and ask questions. Um, and then uh, I also have like a 20 page like listing optimization guide that gets you started. Uh, and then we'll do like a free mini audit where we'll take a look at your listing and say, you're really far off or you're really close like a change a couple of things, uh, you know, just a quick you know, five minute video review that I'll do on, on your on a listing or two of yours, uh, just because I know Amazon is very, very difficult to manage. And we want to make sure that everybody who comes to the platform has the best shot of actually making yeah, it here. Yeah, love it. Awesome. Thanks again for being here today. Appreciate all your insights. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Thanks for tuning into the Authentic Brand Mastery Podcast. Don't forget to stop by changecreator.com for more information, fresh articles, content, and our services if you're looking to build a brand that people love. And please stop by iTunes, leave us a five-star review. We appreciate your support.